0: Hello and welcome to the Three Will Podcast. This is your host Danny Ryan, and I'm here with Tommy Ryan. How you doing,
1: Tommy? Good. What happened to the co-host thing?
0: I'm here with co-host Tommy Ryan. How you doing, Tommy? <laughs> I'm doing well.
1: <laughs>
0: I can I can make quick ooh quick modifications. That's that's fine. Um, uh, how are you doing, co-host?
1: <laughs> doing fine, co-host. How you feeling, co-host? Uh, uh, just wonderful. Good. All all that uh, thunder and rain and lightning, I'm all refreshed. Did you? I I guess all your 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 grass is turning green now, and your plants are starting to wake up. And uh, yeah, the garden's actually getting a good start. Awesome. Yeah,
0: we've got uh, a nice little dogwood tree in our backyard that's waking up. It's been fun to watch it start to bloom.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Did you lose all the the flowers on it? In the rain. No, 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 okay. no. It we looks did.
0: it's. Oh, you did really? Yeah, well,
1: ours bloomed a couple weeks back.
0: Oh, it's just starting to bloom. So, I guess I'm a little bit further north. Than you, exactly. I
1: guess. I don't know what. what Garden talk with Three Will. Garden talk. You, yeah, there yeah, you
0: go. You can probably talk for the next. Eight yeah, hours. You, that, that'd be a couple hours long. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So today's subject is using SharePoint as a knowledge base, and. Um, I just wanted to talk to you sort of about some recent trends that you've been seeing with with uh, customers using SharePoint as a knowledge base I think this has been around for a long time as far as you know uh, using SharePoint as a repository for information inside of your organization and and I guess what you're seeing more recently is is um is uh how can we you know this this is a internal or external facing knowledge bases is what let's let's start off with that.
1: Well, I, when you look at ThreeWall in a sense as a portal, it's a knowledge base by default. Mm-hmm. It's where you're storing content and records and you want to go back and retrieve it. And you know, it's a place to share things and and that in a sense I think is is a knowledge repository. Then as an organization, you have certain kind of lines of business and, and areas of uh, specialization and in some organizations they have call centers and so a knowledge base is, is a function of a call center that they need to answer questions you know, for people that call in and in a way to um, have, you know, say knowledge engineers collect the information needed to share with others or to be discovered by their call center representatives and so that can be an internal quote knowledge base i mean it's customer facing but someone is um aiding them on their behalf to get to that knowledge Um, and then you can take that knowledge base and make it self-serve to your customers and uh you know making sure you have the right security and uh, the right ease of use to uh, make your customers happy when they come to look for that knowledge. And you see that in different forms. I mean, you see it in, in, in um, you know, documentation and articles. You can see it in, in forums or discussion groups. Um, there's different ways to... Um, kind of collect and and share knowledge and um, make that accessible to to your end user.
0: What have you found has been the the primary reason why people use are thinking of SharePoint for doing this? Is there is it just sort of the built in capabilities? Is there is it the, how you can extend it? Is there what sort of things are people coming up with as far as why they're using SharePoint?
1: Well, you know, when someone goes to think about a knowledge base um, you know there are products just specifically for that Mm -hmm. that you have to in a sense adopt your change your process to adapt to what that tool has to offer Um, the thing that we've always found found with SharePoint and why we've picked it as a platform for us is it's an extendable platform and um, allows you to do things that you know soften the edges of the solution so SharePoint gives you a great running head start for a lot of the things that you need to care about as it relates to a knowledge base. Um, you need to have, you know, content management and kind of web content management or in mm-hmm. document content management. And of course, that's a very, very strong um, area for SharePoint. So, um, you know, document management through versioning and records management and, you know, being able to publish and unpublish content and and, uh, be able to, you know, control the flow of when content goes from ideation to um, revision to final publicizing that information. So those are two very core areas, you know, content management for web and document content. And then workflow is definitely an aspect that, SharePoint has a lot going for it, um, you know, versus other tools that might be very limited in terms of what you could do with workflow. And um, another very, very key area is search, mm-hmm. and where what we found is, you know, um, a, a very strong aspect of bringing together a platform that has both search and content management. Not a lot of those platforms are strong in both, and SharePoint has a lot of going for it um, as it relates to. Now that you've authored all this content, um, when someone is answering a call and wants to get to that knowledge, using search and search refiners and all the the, the things that you can do to enhance that sh- search experience. And I
0: just I just published a blog post from Bo on managed metadata, so that probably feeds into this as well.
1: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. definitely um, a way to tune your search um, mm-hmm. results. Is through managed metadata, so you do have those refiners on the left. You know, for those that don't know what refiners are, think of Amazon. You know, when you start filtering down and you know selecting um, different attributes. You know, m- most of the commerce sites that you go to, you're see. You know, is it men's or women's clothing? Is it a shirt, jacket, or pants? You know, um, those type of attributes that help you drill down to a subset of information where you're going to find what you're looking for. When prepping for this,
0: you were saying something about translation services that you can also use that as part of SharePoint as well.
1: Yeah, a real cool aspect of SharePoint is uh, the ability to send out content for translation and for that to be created um, for you and, and kind of automated for you. And so um, that's kind of an exciting aspect. So if you have to support uh, Spanish as a language in your call center, um, you can, you know, submit that to Bing Translation Services and it comes back and is publicized in a Spanish version of the site. Now, um, since this is,
0: uh, you know, customer facing, has, has, has branding come up or what, where's branding in all of this? Is it is a. It- is it not really an emphasis, it's just they're trying to get the information or any any branding topics come up?
1: Yeah, I think it is, you know, branding in it's, you uh, know, just in general, it's not knowledge-based specific. It's more of, uh, I've got a company brand that I want to um, emphasize and we've seen it where people put put a very strong branding effort for internal because it's just part of their culture and their brand Mm -hmm. and then also when it's external facing you want to pay attention to those details and so that definitely comes into play um, when we're looking at knowledge bases to put the appropriate level of branding how did any were there any
0: discussions on whether um Visitors might be using a mobile device, and any any sort of designs around how, how you know, uh, making sure it works well on mobile.
1: Yeah, and that's that's similar to branding, where anytime we do something, we talk about the mobile experience and you know what the customer wants to have as it relates to different form factors accessing the site. So we have with our knowledge bases made them mobile responsive, um, and so you just have to pay attention to what um, functionality within the solution um, is appropriate for mobile, and how do you you know, resize and snap into uh, a different form factor uh, when someone accesses it from a phone or a tablet. Are people doing this on, are
0: they doing it on SharePoint online, or are they doing it on SharePoint on-prem, or it just doesn't matter?
1: Um, we're seeing it more on SharePoint on-prem. Yeah. Um, especially if it becomes mission critical and you want to control the response time. Uh-huh. Um, so you, you can scale your farm a, as you need it. Um, Office 365, it's viable and, and we see it um, probably haven't seen as much at large scale. Um, and we've looked at Azure too as another option for that. If you want to quote, um, have it in the cloud, but have control over you know the scale of, of the operation. Cause you know, we, We look at designing these knowledge-based solutions to have a very um, heavy search component. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if you do have a lot of load from incoming calls, you want to make sure search is not a bottleneck. And so you're, you know, you're dedicate some of the front end servers to the search query processing. Excellent.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Anything else that's Anything else you've been noticing at all when When people are looking at using SharePoint as a knowledge base,
1: I, I think. Uh, and, and you talked about it before the managed metadata. Uh-huh. You know, having an information architect um, as part of the team to drive out the taxonomy of your organization, understanding, you know, how do you name things and what are synonyms for those things that you name. So. No matter what someone searches for, you know, they're they're going to have a fast path to, you know, finding that knowledge because you've categorized it well. Um, so that, you know, managed metadata is a very key exercise. It's going to influence your search experience, probably even your navigation experience, to be able to drive down into the details. Um, another aspect that we didn't mention, um, but... When you're thinking about knowledge bases, if it's an internal knowledge base and you don't have any SLAs on a response to getting to the answer in that knowledge base, then you you might not care about how fast you get there. You know, If you can get there eventually, you're okay. But in a call center, you're really caring about that response time. So we've looked at different ways to get to knowledge and using things like decision trees Mm -hmm. to uh, allow you to kind of look at it as a, a script that, say, someone in the call center would have to ask the right questions to get to the right answer, um, and but putting that in a visual flow where instead of you opening up a Word document and looking through the script, we have visual big buttons that drive you through that flow and give you a breadcrumb at the top to, say, hop back somewhere in that flow if, if you went down the wrong path. so. We're finding that's a, a great way to enhance the user experience and and increase um, the performance of your call center.
0: Excellent. And since we're talking about customer service and sort of self service, and and um, this it, 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 it sort of reminds me of a lot of the, the you know the recent conversations we've been having about net promoter scores. That sort of, as far as looking at doing this project, is that one of the
1: underlying key metrics that you're trying to. Address is
0: is Net Promoter Score.
1: Yeah, we're we're on a really big um, knowledge base project today, and mm-hmm. that is the driver. There's okay. a very poor NPS score, that you know they've got a goal to raise that, and this is um, instrumental to that initiative to raise that NPS score. Excellent. Anything else before we wrap up? I think that's good. I that mean, good. there's more to talk about. We'd love to talk to you about knowledge bases and and how. That can help your organization and what you can leverage out of the box. We think the beauty of SharePoint, there's um, the ability to configure a lot of what you need to do as part of a knowledge based solution. And if you've got control of of scaling and um, you know, to think about, you know, the power that you have in the search experience and the content management experience and the workflow and the managed metadata. There's just so many things that SharePoint has going for it to you know, fit as a knowledge-based solution. Absolutely.
0: Uh, yeah, if you're looking to do this, please drop by our website, uh, threewill.com. Uh, Contact Us page is a great place to get started and uh, would love to continue this conversation with you. Thank you for doing this, Tom. Sure thing. Nice socks. or those the... Oh, uh, uh, very nice. Very nice. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for uh, taking the time to listen today and have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.